Aloha and welcome back to the Kauai Real Estate Podcast. As per usual, I'm going to wing it. Today's subject is going to be timelines as they relate to the contracts. So this is important for buyers, for sellers, for agents. It's super important in general in any sort of real estate transaction. Not only should agents, buyers, and sellers understand the contract, but they should also understand the timing of the items in the contract. So once you have an accepted offer, it should be clear when everything is supposed to happen. Now, because I'm a Kauai agent, I'm going to talk specifically about the Hawaii contract and the Hawaii timeline, and hopefully these aspects will be applicable to whatever market you're in if you're an agent or buyer or a seller. So the first thing I do when I have an accepted offer is open up the contract and create a timeline. Now those of you who've been listening know I'm fairly organized. You could call it anal retentive. Um, So I have a pre-made template with all the contingencies in the purchase contract in one long list in a transaction management program. And I open up the contract, I add the dates to the timeline, I sort it by date, and I print it to PDF and send it out to my clients. Now, a timeline shouldn't be substituted for reading the contract and understanding the deadlines and due dates, but in Hawaii in particular, we have a 14-page contract, there's often addenda, so your entire contract document package could be 14 to 25 pages. So you wanna make sure as a consumer and as an agent that you understand what's involved. Our contract here in Hawaii includes contingencies that require signing a receipt, contingencies that expire, and then brokerages often require contingencies be signed off on. An example of this would be the M1 documents. The sellers are required by Hawaii statutes to provide certain documents to buyers. These are covenants, conditions, restrictions, CPR documents, or condo documents, anything recorded that could affect the value function or information about the property. Our M1 contingency has a due date, a date by which the seller is supposed to deliver the documents. And then based on the delivery date, there is a receipt that's required, meaning that the buyers have to sign that they've received those documents. And there's also a review period that expires. Now this is important. Review periods or contingencies that expire, expire. They end on the day that they end. Even if the brokerage or your agent asks for a sign-off, not signing the sign-off does not extend the contingency. I hope that makes sense. But essentially there are contingencies that expire and they expire at 11.59 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time unless negotiated otherwise, and it's imperative that you know what they are and when they expire so that you're not left without enough of a review period or you're not in a situation where you haven't asked for an extension and you need one. So the timeline in a Hawaii transaction is ever-evolving because a great deal of it depends on when something is delivered. When the seller's disclosure is delivered, that's when the clock starts ticking on the due date for the receipt and the due date for the review period expiring. Same with the M1 documents, as I just mentioned. The J1 inspection period is super important 
there's a common misconception or a element of how it is practiced in Hawaii. So the J-1 inspection period expires. So if you have a 14-day inspection period, it expires. It's over. It doesn't matter if your agents ask for you to sign off. It doesn't matter if you've asked the sellers for repairs. Nothing extends that contingency other than an amendment extending the contingency. It is not uncommon for Hawaii agents to request repairs on the last day of an inspection period and then wait for the seller's response. The thing is the contingency expires. So if your buyers want to cancel, if they don't get those repairs agreed to by the seller, there's no safety net for them. So if you're requesting something, you want to make sure to do it before the contingency expires so you have a response before the contingency expires. I've digressed a little bit, so let's move back to the timeline. So a timeline is super important. There are a couple cheats for new agents. You can print out a purchase contract and look at every contingency and put a big B and a Sharpie for buyer contingencies and a big S for seller contingencies and then create your timeline accordingly for one or the other client or for all of the contingencies in the contract. This is a trick that was suggested to me by another agent. I'd like to give credit where credit's due. He suggested that he does that with, with the agents that he onboards and that he thinks that that's a great way to figure out the contract. It's actually a great learning tool that new agents could do long before they have an accepted contract. But you do wanna make sure as an agent, as a buyer, as a seller, that you understand when the contingencies are due, when the review periods expire, when the contingencies for inspections expire. So a timeline is imperative to your transaction. Now, as I mentioned, there are tools for timelines. There are ZipForms program that has contracts, has a transaction management timeline sort of program where you can add tasks and due dates based on the contract. You can create your own timeline. Our escrow companies offer, offer Excel spreadsheets where you can plug in the numbers and it will create a timeline for you. So there are numerous options for creating a timeline. There is no excuse, reason, or other issue that should prevent you from having a timeline for your transaction. Your agent should be providing it. If your agent isn't, you should be asking for it. If you are an agent, you should not only have one for yourself, but also have one for your clients. My personal timeline, in addition to having the contract requirements, has some other things that you may need to remember throughout the transaction. For example, I have a reminder to create the order forms for the survey or staking, to create the order forms for the condo documents, to create the order forms for the termite inspections. I do all these things at the very beginning. I also do all the sign-offs at the very beginning and have them in the file so I don't forget to get them prior to closing. And I also have little miscellaneous items like reminders to update MLS, reminders to tell the clients to get utilities. The utility one is super important and the reason why I never forget that now is because I at one point in time did not remind a buyer to get utilities. He moved into his condo and spent the first two nights without power because nothing moves quickly on Kauai and even setting up your utility services like power and water can take time. So just make sure that you have a transaction timeline when you have a new transaction. 
This will ensure that you have the most success and adhering to it will provide you with the best contract transaction escrow period experience. If you'd like more information on transaction timelines or a Excel spreadsheet from escrow for a transaction timeline, you can contact me or your favorite escrow company. There are also transaction managers. Different companies have those. You may select one of those and they might include a timeline as part of their services. I hope that helps. I hope you understand the importance of a timeline, that you get to know your contract, regardless of whether you're an agent, a buyer, or a seller, or even a for sale by owner. At any rate, I hope you have a timeline, help you keep track of things so you know what's going on, your expectations are in line with your contract, and that you have a smooth and pleasant escrow. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe where you find your favorite podcasts. My podcast is on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Have a wonderful day. Mahalo.